You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back. This season is slightly different to what I originally imagined season six would be and it's all about finding opportunity and adversity. It's been recorded between week five and six of the UK lockdown during the global pandemic and I chat to female business owners about how they have adapted their businesses and how they have found opportunities during these changing times. It's really my hope that you'll find little pieces of inspiration within each conversation from how we approach our working lives to the journey within that this time has really encouraged us to take. Let's dive right in. Hi, Ilaria, thank you so much for joining me today. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Hi, Hannah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, So just a little bit about myself. Um, My name is Ilaria and I'm a financial empowerment coach. And I've been working um, on financial mindset and management of money for about two years. And I've just launched my business as a coach in the last, um, in the last month. So it's very, very exciting. I help women basically become more confident um, about their relationships with money, not just in terms of mindset, but also with practical structures in terms of understanding what to do with money when the money comes into our, into our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the practical side of things in terms of the budgeting and all that kind of stuff as well. Yes, in terms of the budgeting and understanding what managing money actually means because this is one of the things that I struggle with the most when I kind of when I was on my own financial and money journey I didn't understand I could hear the word money management everywhere but I couldn't understand what what did it actually look like to manage money so it's important for me to teach people the practical the actions that have to take place uh, when it comes to telling your money where to go and what to do for you. Yeah, I definitely want to kind of dive into that a little bit more perhaps because I think particularly at this time, actually being really aware of what's going on in your business financially um, and obviously, you know, budgeting on a personal level it is hugely yes. important. And I think that's something that perhaps a lot of creative business owners will potentially shy away from. Um, I have always kind of kept my bookkeeping up to date but even Mm -hmm. then I didn't always understand you know how much I needed to be put in a way for tax or actually sticking to keeping that money in that one part for that purpose um so I definitely think that's something that I'd like to kind of dive into but before we do perhaps you can tell us a little bit more about what it is that you did beforehand you said you've been doing this kind of um financial coaching for the last two years how what is it that you did kind of before that so uh, I actually still do it I'm a wedding photographer and a branding branding photographer Uh, so and I've been doing that for about seven years before then I was just in the corporate 
nine to five uh, job that obviously I didn't like. I've always been very creative, very ambitious, and I've always known in my heart uh, and mind that I was meant for, to do more. So about seven years ago, after I built my business alongside my full-time job for about um, two and a half years, I've decided to just go full-time with my photography, and that's been the best, the best decision ever. Uh, that, I've, that I've ever made, uh, never looked back. Um, and then from there, um, I always had coaching in my heart. I've always had teaching in my heart. And this kind of, um, it, only, it all really happened when I found myself about four years ago. Uh, I think it was actually after the first year of full-time business mm -hmm. that I found myself, I think it was about November and the tax bill came through. And I was like, I had a great year but I had no money to show for it. And I was, uh, I was, I was broke. It's <laughs> not really um, a better way to say. I was just, I was broke and I was alone and I didn't have no one to support me or to help me. Um, I have to say as well, I've never really been a good at asking people for help, especially mm -hmm. financially. I've always had that. I'm independent. I, I want to look after myself. I'm a responsible. I do it on my own. So uh, even if I did, um, uh, have someone I probably wouldn't have gone and asked so uh, I think I made the decision in that you know through that struggle to um, that I was I was never going to find myself in that situation and that's when my journey began I started researching I started reading studying um, and educate myself uh, on the mindset around the relationship with money, uh, looking at my patterns, my upbringing, my childhood, the things that I've learned and just breaking them all down. Um, and also at uh, the management of money. So I've not only learned the money mindset sort of things, but also practical tools that help me to understand how money work um, mm -hmm. and what it really means to build wealth and financial freedom because I feel that especially in this time that we're um, that we're facing also because of the pandemic but even before then the online world was booming uh, before this as well and everyone is focused on making money making more and more and more and it's like it's never going to be enough mm -hmm. and uh, what I've recognized is that none of the increasing our income, race and efforts are sustainable unless we have the mindset and the behavior to back it up on the long term. Because wealth is not, wealth is not built and it doesn't come from making more money all the time. It comes from what you do with those money when they come into your life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the saying is not about how much you make is what you do with the money that matters. Yeah, no, I couldn't relate more really because I think yeah. um, as the years have kind of um, gone, you know, obviously I started and again, I'm a wedding photographer also. And so that was oh, where my business started. And, and obviously the first couple of years were pretty much, you know, I didn't make anything. I was putting a lot of money into the business and my rates were tiny. So that kind of, was just a, a stage in which I was building then money started coming in alongside my second uh, my full-time job and I think 
it was very easy to treat that money as well. This is extra. I can spend it on this. I can do this. And then once you transition into running your business full time and there is no other salary to lean back on, Mm -hmm. I think things really take a turn and you really have to get clear on how, like you say, how you're spending your money, how you are managing it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I think we can all do a little bit more. Um, yeah, more with. So in terms of how you, you, you've said that you launched the coaching business about a month ago. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, what were your plans at the beginning of the year and how did they change given our current circumstances of, you know, being in lockdown and, um, well, for, you know, from the photography point of view, obviously not being able to actually do that work. Yeah. So a lot of, uh, well, pretty much all of my weddings have been postponed, either postponed to the end of this year or postponed to next year. Um, and, one thing that I ever mentioned is that I used to co-own another business with one of my closest friends, uh, which I, I stepped down from this business only a couple of weeks ago because I wanted to focus 100% on my coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find that sometimes, um, and I don't know if that resonates with you or with anyone who will be listening to this, but you know when you make yourself so busy with lots of different things to try to kind of procrastinate on the one thing that you really want to do and that will make mm-hmm. the most difference um, and that will offer the most value to people, uh, but that scares you the most. So I kind of felt that... Um, so the other business um, was uh, planners, like stationery. Uh, they're absolutely gorgeous and my... Um, ex-business wife as we called each other Uh, she's still running and she's doing absolutely amazing Um, and I was doing my money management through that business for about two years a year and a half Um, but I I felt I was half-hearted and I was just sharing myself in too many places so I thought I have to focus my energy to what I want and I have to show up for a hundred percent and I've made the decision to do this through this time because I think that we're always going to get the excuse that it's not the right time and I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money but um, uh, I just didn't want to find any excuses anymore so Mm. I thought um, I'm not um, if anything there is no better time to be online and to be seen and to just you know get myself out there so no excuses just focus on what I want and where I want to go yeah and I think actually this time has become really at least for me I've been very reflective and very finding myself being more intentional with how I want to be spending my time and what it is that I want to be doing and so I guess in a way it's kind of giving you that opportunity to actually say well this is what I want to do so I really need to just go after it because like you say you know we can make all the excuses and a lot of the time it's that fear talking but actually absolutely at some point you've got to make the jump yeah yeah definitely you've got to make them a jump and I think also work with fear a lot of times this comes up when I coach my clients is um, if you are fearful so much that it is blocking you from achieving what it is that you want just ask yourself what is this fear protecting you from Um, and that's a really good question that I always encourage my clients to journal on because fear is your friend um 
and he wants to teach you something. He wants to take you places. He wants you to grow so that you can step into who you want, who you have to be to, to get the things that you want. So working with fear rather than against it mm-hmm. will, um, will just make uh, great changes in your life and you can actually step into that version of yourself that is able to achieve that dream and the vision that you have in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's just finding ways to working through that and with the fear, like you say, to actually be able to, to be ready to take that step. Yeah. So I always say, you know, when we have a vision that is always in the future of who we want to be and what we want to achieve, but we have to become that person right now. Mm. before we have the things that we want that is the secret if you want to call it that like that you know like that is the key um change to to take on and to uh, to wear if you like you know Mm -hmm. i have to if i want to go from a to b yes it's a journey but i have to become that person that has all the things in my vision b when i'm in position a if you make sense yeah so you have to start acting as if you are in position in you know at point b already yeah yeah Yeah. and making the choices that that person uh in position b would make because say for example my vision for the future keeping you know um around money talk is to save ten thousand pound a month uh, a year say for example if I keep my behaviors as I am today, I'm not going to be able to achieve that because as soon as the money come in, I'm going to find something to spend them on because mm-hmm. it's either going to be emotional spending or some bills are going to come up. So there is always something to spend money on if we look good enough, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you have the mindset of someone who does save £10,000 a year, you're going to make different choices. You're going to find yourself evaluating your spending in different ways. So when you're thinking, oh, I, do, you know, I deserve to buy, my, to treat myself with this because I've worked really hard, uh, which is great. And I'm sure you do deserve it, but your future self also deserves to look at your bank account and see, oh my God, I have saved £10,000. So it's, it's a, on a choice-to-choice choice basis, you know, like one choice at a, at a time. Do I really need to buy this or do I just want to because it's going to make me feel good temporarily? Mm. You know, the instant, instant gratification, you know, uh, reward that we, um, we seek in all things, not just with buying things and spending money but also you know with food with addictions in general anything that we kind of depend on to make us feel good Um, and a lot of times if not all times really is all about giving ourselves different tools to to feel good in a more in a healthier and more positive more positive ways Mm, yeah I certainly Mm -hmm relate on many many levels (laughs) um so going back to you know the beginning of 2020 were you planning to launch this business anytime soon or was it somewhere on the back burner and you know you were still very much 
working in the wedding uh, mm-hmm. industry and also obviously the planners that you only just stepped down from. Yeah, uh, so it wasn't the back burner, I would say. It was always something that uh, for years that I wanted to do. Um, definitely my heart has always been with coaching and teaching. Um, and then through my experience of the recent years, I've just become passionate about how empowering women with uh, their money relationships because I've seen what an incredible transformation has been in my life um, and I just want everyone else to just get the same get the same results and the the main thing that I've learned is that um, and that I say all the time is that your money problems have got nothing to do with your money you know it's got your money problems have got nothing to do with money uh, and everything to do with uh, with yourself, with how you see yourself, with the relationship with yourself, and with the relationship with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why it's an inner journey, because having more money is never going to solve the money problem, because you're just going to spend more money. And so you're always going to kind of be uh, and find yourself um, back to square one all the time. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people relate in terms of, you know, earning more. You always find other things to spend that money on, that that extra money on, because you might go on more holidays or you might buy yourself something a little bit more, I don't know, extravagant that you normally wouldn't have done. And very quickly you find yourself, or even actually it comes down to as simple as spending more at the supermarket because you feel like you you can now but actually over time that really quickly adds up so going back to how this year obviously kind of really changed your plans in a way uh, and how you had to adapt obviously with wedding work being cancelled or postponed what other opportunities came out of this current situation apart from obviously being really you know encouraged to actually just jump all all in on the coaching business in terms of opportunities for my photography I don't think I've really if I'm honest I don't think I've really looked for many I am just um, I think because my focus is so on so much on the coaching uh, I'm starting coaching clients so I think the opportunities that I have created for myself are around um, are around the coaching but also is that mindset to um, to even see the opportunities in the same place um, in, in, in the first place and um, um, and use the situation uh, in a positive way and look for the things that uh, we have gained from this time and the things that we you know we have put um, in the back burner for so long uh, and what I I think I was talking about this this morning um, if you find yourself not uh, doing the things that you've always run out of time for, it's probably not a matter of time. It's a matter of um, commitment and discipline and values and um, priorities. And because I always say you always find the time and the money for the things that you want, for the things that you really value, and you always run out of time and money for the things that you don't. So I think when it comes to looking for opportunities, it's having that mindset to not just waiting for the opportunity, but create it. So what can you create 
that you now have the time for. Yeah, absolutely. I think looking at this time that we've been given and potentially not even kind of on a business level, but also on that personal level of how can we be more intentional with how we choose to spend our time and appreciating that actually not everyone is going to have more time during this kind of lockdown period. Some people have even less time given that perhaps they're homeschooling, they're trying to run their business or work Mm. from home and actually things may be more tricky than they used to be. But actually that in itself allows us to kind of then look at our time and how, you know, perhaps prioritizing what is actually important and what yes, can just absolutely. what can we take off our plate if we if needs be yeah and just focus your energy on the things that really matter yeah and that for me that is a conversation of values and yeah. priorities and there's so many um because when it comes to money and time the relationship is really linked you know tell me how you spend um your money and your time and I'll tell you what your values are because as I just said we always find the money and the time for the things that we value and we always run out of time and money for the things we don't and some people are conscious of it and they intentionally put their money and time on things that they value but for most people it's an unconscious process and that's why um, we find ourselves saying things like well, I just got paid and I don't know where my money where my money's gone or um, I, I, you know, I've been wanting to do these things, but I never have the time for it. Um, it's probably because your values are in the wrong places. Maybe you're trying to, uh, you spend money, for example, to trying to fit into a certain circle of people or trying to please someone else or trying to live up to someone else's expectations rather than really knowing what it is that you want and then um, making the choices according to what you value regardless of what other people think so yeah absolutely so looking forward are you planning for kind of the whole year are you looking at kind of taking it one step at a time knowing that we're not entirely sure when things will begin to shift back to kind of you know quote unquote normal mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so for now I'm doing a little bit of both so I'm focusing I've all, I always have visions for the future and things that I want to work on like my long-term and my mid-term goals uh, but I'm very much focused on the present so right now I'm focused on building my business and building my audience online obviously and be known for um, money mindset transformation and money management practical tools um, So I'm working with people online one-to-one for now, and then I'm working on um, group coaching courses. And when things will go back to normal, um, I would obviously love to go back to uh, speaking and teaching uh, in uh, like for events and things like that which Mm -hmm. I have done um, I have done in the past and absolutely love it so I guess you know just taking one day at a time and just always think I think it's Oprah that says it just just always focus on what is the next right thing that I have to do because sometimes looking at the bigger goal without breaking it down into little small steps up to the present moment can be 
quite overwhelming and that's why a lot of people just give up and just um, leave projects on the side because it's just too much you know when you compare where you are right now to where you want to be so if you have like three years vision um, but breaking it down to small step and then even smaller even smaller and even smaller up to the what is the next thing that I have to do because there's only only ever just the next thing to do yeah absolutely I agree with that and I think that comes down to well I think sometimes we can have this big goal that we are working towards but the road to get there isn't particularly clear and as they say I think just focusing on that next step before looking ahead is really helpful because once you've taken that next step the next step will reveal itself absolutely yeah and I I think for me is a is a matter of expectation as well and especially because of the times we're facing it's like it's proof of that things can happen that are unexpected so I always work from a space where I'm giving my absolute best to everything that I'm doing and of course I have a vision but I just let go of all expectations because um, otherwise um, I'm, start, I'm gonna start to compare myself and then be disappointed. So, and then things might happen that are, are unexpected. So uh, I think it's important to be flexible in your vision as well, because um, most of the times, whatever happens, happens for you. So again, have that mindset to, see the good, see the possibilities and uh, just stay one step at a time mm. and be, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, as you say, obviously being flexible this time has shown us that that is absolutely key in, yeah. in running a business because we just never quite know what's around the corner and we have to be mm. able to adapt and change and um, work our way through that. Thank you so much, Alaria. Where can people find You're welcome. you? welcome. Uh, right, so I am on Instagram for uh, the real underscore money talk. I have a private Facebook group that you're more welcome to join. Uh, it's called the real money talk, um, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me for now. Amazing! I'll pop those links in the show notes as well, so people can head over there. Thank you Thanks so much so for much. your time today. You're very welcome. Thanks, Anna. It was lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'd be so, so grateful if you could leave a review on iTunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too.